It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do, what it do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning into the Up and Up podcast. I'm your host, Rabino. And it's DJ Erm, man. What up, man? What's going on? How you doing? Man, I'm good. Got a big smile on my face. Why is that? I'm gonna just smile the whole show. Okay. Yeah. Usually you start to show off. I'm trying to like gauge your your mood. I'm gonna smile the whole show. It's always positive, but sometimes you know, you know, everybody go through shit. Come on, man. Let's go. go. Uh, For the first time, (laughs) listeners out there, thank you and welcome. This is the Up and Up podcast. This is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture. We do that by providing amazing stories of individuals, groups, movements, movers, shakers, doers, thinkers, just out here, man, carving lanes, right? Yeah. You know, paving ways for those coming behind them um, in spaces that need representation, man, and doing their thing. Um, I do want to start off by saying uh, happy Juneteenth, right? We can, can, we, can we, like, get a cheers to that or something? Wow. This might be the first time I've never said round of applause <laughs> and they actually did it. That's what's up, man. Teamwork, man. Um, but, yeah, man, happy Juneteenth, man. Just wanted to, you know, send that message out there to everybody out there who's celebrating and, you know, um, take some time to reflect on the history and what it means, uh, the origins of the holiday. <coughs> and, you know, I think it's good to look back to move forward. So um, now also want to shout out all the consistent, you know, viewers and supporters and listeners of the podcast. We definitely appreciate you guys. We appreciate all the encouragement, you know, the support, the great energy that they're giving to the platform. Um, and not just us as a platform, but also the guests that come on this show. Right. I. I can't tell you how many times we've had people come on this show and then, you know, it may be a listener or a viewer who's actually connected or reached out to someone who's been on the show and, you know, wanted to learn more about their, their, their journey, their experience and whatnot. So shout out to, shout out to the listeners and the supporters. Now, if you want to continue supporting the podcast, you know what to do. You can follow all the episodes on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe. And like it too. And like it too. Yes, like it too. Um, Just type in the Up and Up podcast and that's where you can find it. Also, please follow us on all social media platforms at underscore the up and up. We got a lot of great things in store. Stay tapped in, stay looped in. Also, upandupclothing.com is officially live. It's been live for about a month now, right? Yeah. I see people out there getting fresh. Yeah. Right? So go ahead and visit. (laughs) Yeah. You can also follow us on social media at underscore upandupclothing as well, or just go to upandupclothing.com and stay on the up and up in style. And while we're on the topic of the store, um, as we mentioned last episode, and we're going to continue mentioning until about July 31st, we're actually running a ticket giveaway, free ticket giveaway to go see who? Nas. Nas, man. The one and only. The legend. One of the GOATs. He might be the GOAT, in my opinion. Yeah. <coughs> we're not going to debate. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. We're not going to debate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, our, we're giving a free pair of tickets away to anybody who's made a purchase on the online store between May 13th up until July 31st. Um, you get a chance to go see Nas featuring AZ and other special <laughs> guests live at the Showwear Center in Kent, August 17th. So go ahead and visit upandupclothing.com, and let's get it popping. Now, um, is there anything else? Any other announcements? 
You good? I'm good. I, you know, I always feel like you got some stuff you want to You good? Good. Bro. All right, all right, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, for those of you first time listeners, this is how it goes, man. We bring amazing guests up on this show, <coughs> as 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 the consistent listeners know, and we always want to make sure we're bringing a compelling story, something that's going to drive um, inspiration, motivation, positivity, mm-hmm. right? Especially especially today, today's episode, right? Yeah. I think it's good to be positive, right? <laughs> Whoa, I'm okay. smiling. Yeah, okay, I like that, man. <laughs> I don't know if that that kind of felt okay. That was good. That was good. Um. And today's guest, man, this is actually, um, I mean, every guest we have is a special guest, right? They all have their own uniqueness to them. Um, But this guest, I would say, is a woman who's taking it upon herself to inspire us all to be the positive light that I feel this world desperately needs, right? Today and tomorrow and yesterday, right? Um, She's an amazing and driven talent that's keeping everything she's doing on the up and up, right? Obviously. Otherwise, she would not be with us tonight. Um. To give you a little insight on the work and, you know, experience that she's been able to gain thus far, she is the founder and creator of the Promote Positivity Movement. Um, she's a young media mogul in the making, right? Huh. Let me tell it, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of others who follow the movement can, can see that this is where it's, it's heading. Um, and, you know, above all, she's a woman who's paving a way for more accurate and cultural representation in the media space overall. Um, and, you know having a mission to continue, you know, just sharing and inspiring informative stories and spreading joy through the world. I'm doing a lot of, <coughs> a lot of play on words here. Yeah, right? yeah. Right? I like it. I like it. Um, let's just get straight to it, man. Our guest is none other than the Positivity Pusher. Yeah, <laughs> okay, like I like yeah, that one like too. That, right? yeah. You know, good for one. <laughs> the Positivity Pusher herself, Hannah Joy Gilbert Selassie. Can we get a round of applause? Hey. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> okay. I said cultural. You, you kept it cultural. I feel <laughs> sure it. Did. Welcome to the show. Wow. Thank you for the warm welcome. That was very, a lot of kind words you said there. I like to play on the words. You know, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it was past life. I was a rapper, you know, oh. but we're not going to talk about that. It's cool. It's cool. We, we can talk about that <laughs> you know, later. Yeah. <laughs> off, off, off air. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you for thank coming. You. Thank you. For All the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Woo-hoo. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Atlanta. Yes. It does get hot. Um, but I thank you for having me, both of you all. I This is crazy yeah. that we're all sitting here because I, I remember connecting on social media, what, a year and a half ago and yeah. seeing what y'all were about to do and y'all are 42 episodes in now. Mm. It's just really cool. It's been really cool to watch y'all's journey and I love what y'all are doing in the community. Yes. I love what y'all are bringing to the community through your storytelling, through your platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just truly grateful to be a part of this. I'm well, really honored. Thank you. Well, let's get to it, man. You know, the, you know, you know how the show goes, man. We started with the quote of the day. Um, I'm not allowed to tell the quotes on this show, so <laughs> go ahead, man. All right, man. It's cool. You can tell me to read it again, though. One day, one yeah. day. I hope I can. <laughs> All right. So the quote of the day is: My mission in life is to not me- is to not merely survive, but to thrive, and to do what some oh, and to do with some passion, some compassion. Some humor and some style. Mm. I thrashed that, so I'm about to read it back. Who's that? Who's that? Maya Angelou. Mm. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Run it back for those in the back. Yes, sir. My mission in life is to not merely survive, but to thrive and to do with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. Mm. I actually like that quote. I think that that quote fits perfectly, too, especially for, you know, your story. Mm -hmm. Um, Because what I got from that quote is you can be – all things and one thing at the same time, right? Like you don't have to just be one way. You can be 
multiple different ways. You can contribute multiple different types of personalities mm-hmm. and still have kind of one driven mission. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, now, obviously, you've done a lot of work, right? Yeah. And I, you know how the show goes, right? We, mm-hmm. we're, we're about transparency. We're about kind of talking about the buildup and whatnot. And, but I do also want to give you a chance to really give those who don't necessarily know what the Promote Positivity movement is about. Yeah. Just kind of give them a little spiel on kind of what you guys are really trying to accomplish with that yeah. um, before we get into the journey. Yeah, I love the quote, by the way. I really mm, appreciate thank you. you tying that in today. And also, I'm a big fan, so I knew you were going to do that with the quote. Yeah. And I know Got it's going to come mm-hmm. at the end, too. <laughs> I've mean, I seen some episodes. Okay. <laughs> did your homework. I did. Um, but yeah, so yeah, with the Promote Positivity Movement, it basically kicked off last November in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it basically is a movement created to spread love, spread light, and just push through. You know, when I say positivity, I think a lot of people get mis, um, misled in thinking that, you know, I'm happy 24-7, mm-hmm. I'm like a robot, or like, I think everything is perfect, and yeah. there's no bad in this world, and that's all false. Yeah. You know, there's so many challenges, there's so many um, hurdles that we all go through in life. And so with me, when I think promote positivity, I mean that we're going to push through those challenges. We're mm. going to push through those hurdles. We're going to overcome what we're going through mm-hmm. because we're all going through something. Mm. And so the promote positivity movement is just that, you know, um, being able to go in communities, connect with one another, um, mm-hmm. share our experiences um, in a in a safe space and be able to overcome together. And with the movement comes the brand, as you all know, mm-hmm. the, the green, yellow, red, blue hearts. Yeah. It's tied in with the whole mission. And when people see this, I want them to think love. I want them to think peace, unity. And um, regardless of your background, I want everyone to see that in this. And the colors, of course, are inspired by Ethiopia and Eritrea's mm-hmm. peace agreement from mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. And um, just, yeah, the the mission, again, of positivity, of love and joy yeah. and all that. So, yeah. yeah. I love it, man. And I love that, you know, <laughs> it's like, I don't think, I, it's crazy because, like, a lot of people are selling a lot of things nowadays. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think not enough people are, not to say you're selling p- positivity, but if you were to be selling it, that's, I think that's better than, you know, a lot of the negative stuff that's being sold out here. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's masked as positive it's, or, or it's masked as, as if it's good for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, you've, you've, you've kind of had a, quite a journey. Right. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, <laughs> we all have, we all yeah. have right. Um, but let's take it back a little bit. So where did you grow up yeah. and kind of like, how would you say your upbringing um, kind of shaped, you know, the outlook and like where you think life was going for you? Yeah. Coming up. Growing or, up. So I was born on the West Coast. I was born in Southern California, okay. but we moved to Atlanta when I was like four years old. So grew up in Atlanta and surrounding areas, Metro Atlanta. And, um, you know, Grew up in a single-parent household, so mom worked three jobs. My dad was still in, in my life, and um, I was very fortunate for that. But, you know, saw a lot of struggle growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, saw someone who my mom, again, worked three jobs. It would be just me and my brother at home. You know, we started doing laundry when we were, like, seven years old. Some of y'all probably did, too. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. something, like, you just learn. You learn to adapt. You learn to, you know, <coughs> just be responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, well, sort of responsible. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I learned at an early age just that I wanted to do better. I wanted to go further um, mm-hmm. and, and do that in the future. So I think that experience really shaped me. And then just family growing up there. I grew up in a really close-knit um, Habesha community in Atlanta. So there was always someone there to take yeah. us to church or yeah. to, you know, take us to this or that or be there for us. Um, so 
yeah, shout out to Deborah Halika Discovery. Everybody there, you know, that's mm-hmm. my home church and yeah. everything. Uh, shout okay. them out. Yeah, and yeah. Decatur. Um, so, yeah, I grew up there. Uh, and then I just love people. I always love kids. I love family. I love people. And so I, I don't think it's a coincidence that today my my platform revolves around people and yeah. sharing their stories. Yeah, no, that's real. That's real. And I think um, I, ju- I just asked that because, I you know, recently I really started to realize the importance of reflecting mm-hmm. on, like, your upbringing and your childhood. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we can be like, oh, man, I was just a kid. And you dismiss a lot of things that you saw, the way you behaved when you were a kid. But yeah. I look back at myself and I'm just like, wow, this this type of stuff still exists today mm-hmm. in who yeah. I am and my DNA and my character. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's always good to reflect and see how all of that ties into now what you're doing, right? Yeah. Definitely. And a lot of it is, you know, attributed to my parents, too. Like a lot. Many people can relate. But my parents were refugees. They came to the United States in the 80s. You know, um, what they all say with no money, no Mm -hmm. English, all Mm -hmm. that. And that definitely played a role into who I am. Um, You know, as a child, you didn't really understand always cultural things. And, you know, but as I grew up, it just made me more appreciative of of my heritage and my background and my family struggle to get to where we are. Mm. Like. And I just knew that, like, whatever I do, whatever field of work I do, I'm incorporating that. It's coming with me. Yeah. These traditional braids, they coming with me. Yes, you know, yes. wherever I am, it's like th- I carry them with me, you know. That's and right. their struggles. Damn. So, all right. So, um, what about your media background? Yeah. Like, how did you, like, really get into that and, you know? Yeah. Um, so, initially, it started off with, like, sports journalism, sports yeah. broadcasts. I used to work for different <coughs> teams in Atlanta. And, you know, I I would be at the games, whether it's a football field or a basketball court, and I would see, and I'd be like, man, like, I'm really curious about who these athletes are off the field. What Mm. are their stories? You know, what are are they doing with their platforms? And I got to see, like, I would interview a lot of them, um, got to interview a lot of student athletes, and I realized, like, man, like, I I love storytelling. I love being able to see who these people are, what they're doing. And then that prompted me to sort of go back to school, study journalism, and then a trip to South Africa and covering stories around Chicago really opened up my eyes to, to showing me that I love storytelling in all capacities. Mm-hmm. While I did love sports reporting, I loved people story, like storytelling yeah. in general. And yeah, I just, I love sharing stories of people overcoming long odds, people chasing their dreams, people turning visions into reality and like showing the next generation what they can't do mm-hmm. by learning about someone else's story. How, how early were, I guess, how early did you, I guess, start exploring media though? Was it in, college or yeah was it high school because you know nah. no? well i mean it, it's, it's crazy because you had, had a lot of jobs right growing I up did 27 talk jobs about them by 27. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 27 <laughs> jobs i mean yeah i, I made a video yeah. about it and that's that's how i knew i saw i saw the video yeah, yeah 27 jobs i like i'm proud to say you know like worked everything from like fast food taco bell to working at dtlr selling shoes you know working with my dad in addicts doing hvac work um, working with my mom, cleaning houses, um, scrubbing toilets. Like, we did a lot. Like, I started working when I was 15 years old. Um, Kroger, y'all familiar with the grocery yeah, store? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was working there. I remember when minimum wage was, like, five-something an hour, and, like, it would be, like, 95 degrees outside, and, like, I'm pushing all these carts, you know, mm. getting my workout in. Where, what, what, what was it, though? I mean, obviously, I can I can assume that seeing your parents and the demonstration they, mm-hmm. you know, uh, exemplified through their grind yeah. may have, like, subconsciously been in you, but, like, at that age, I'm not going to lie, there's a lot of people who are like, I just want a job so I can buy clothes to look oh, fresh at school. Yeah. Like, what was it about you to say, yo, I'm just, I just want to work, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, obviously, you're getting paid, and you probably spent that money on some things, but, like, what was it early yeah. on that kind of pushed you to do that? So, 
for me, I discovered dance in high school. And okay. dancing is super expensive. You have to pay dues. You have to pay all these fees. And I knew that my family, you know, they'd be able to support some of it. And they'd find a way, ultimately. But, yeah. like, I knew that I wanted to be able to support that because – I just didn't feel like it was fair for me to put that all on them in mm-hmm. addition to everything else they're trying to pay for. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the main reasons why I was like, all right, let me get a part-time job. Let mm-hmm. me go walk to work in this hot weather, save up, you know, so mm-hmm. I can help pay my dues. And that's mm-hmm. what I did. Hustler. Yeah. Yeah. At 15 years old. I mean, I just, I think when you see how hard your family works for you, it makes you want to go harder. It makes you want to help, um, help support, like help support yourself, help support them, help support those around you because, you know, it's, it's not fun seeing someone struggle and taking advantage of that. Like, why yeah. not, you know, help yourself when you can? That's real. Damn. That's real. Yeah. And, like, so, <clears throat> now I know, obviously, you didn't work tw- all 27 jobs before college, right? So, no. you were working jobs as you were getting older, mm-hmm. as you were growing, right? Mm-hmm. And I I wanted to bring that up because, like, at a certain point, even though you were taking all these jobs, mm-hmm. were you, did you feel, did you feel like you were searching for something as you were taking these jobs or did you kind of know where you wanted to go and you were just kind of using each job as a way to get closer to this to this space that you wanted to push yourself in yeah I, I think it was more so pushing myself to get to that next stage I knew I didn't want to be working as a nothing wrong with the jobs if that is what people want to do full-time but I knew I didn't really want to be a cashier forever mm-hmm. I knew I didn't mm-hmm. want to you know, push carts forever. And th- I just knew that wasn't what I wanted to do. I mm-hmm. felt I could use my skill sets and everything in a different area and, and find more satisfaction in other roles. For me, it was a matter, it was a means of m- sustaining the lifestyle that I wanted. It was a means mm-hmm. of helping, again, support. That was, you know, and gaining experience too. Like every single one of those jobs taught me something. Mm-hmm. Either, yeah. you know, how to connect with people, how to um, work ethic, developing yeah. a work ethic, understanding that you're not above or below any job, maintaining that humility, learning how to um, help manage or like, you know, it just every single one of those jobs prepared me for the jobs down the line mm. and to where I am today too. Mm. Yeah. Damn. All right. So when did you uh, decide to take that leap? Like, all right. all right, I'm about to just do my own thing. Yeah. So um, I was working as a television reporter for an ABC station in Southern Illinois. That's actually how we all connected. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Vinion with the up and up mm-hmm. and, you know, right here, sitting right here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out to social media. You know, we're all, we all can connect so easily. Yeah, but yeah. I just remember learning about your platform. And, um, you know, I knew when I was working as a television reporter that that was not my final, that was not my final chapter. That's I interesting, that. too. Yeah, while most people are like, yo, I'm, I'm in the building. Oh, yeah. yeah this, is, exactly. this is the goal. Oh, yeah, I got a lot of people that were like, what are you doing? Why are you leaving? This is a great job. Yeah. How can you leave this? Yeah. You're, You're on, on TV. I'm like, man, <laughs> I mean, again, I, I really appreciated the opportunity there. I had an amazing um, time, like found a lot of success, was able to do really cool things. I hosted my own segment. I got to produce stuff. Um, just great people out there. And, yeah, there were some challenges along the way. It wasn't all pretty. But majority like of it was, was great. But yeah. I just got to the point where I knew – if I'm working this hard for someone else, like what would happen if I worked that hard for yeah. myself? And you were working hard. I was working real hard. <laughs> I, I would, I would stay like you know, I would, you know, clock out of course, but then I would stay another hour or two hours, like just to be building up my social media following. Like I would, you know, get all these comments on Facebook, and I would take the time to respond to every single one of them. Mm, yeah. I would take an hour to make sure that I hit all of them. This was when I only had like, you know. <laughs> Maybe 500 followers yeah. on Facebook. It's important, though. It is important, you know, and developing that um, that relationship with people. And you have to take time. You have to put in the effort for that. So after I clocked out, I would put in time for 
other stuff, you know, yeah. building and like creating visions and like, you know, developing these ideas. Yeah. And then just like I got to the point where I realized, yeah, like I knew that there was something something different for me, something that where I could be more of myself in terms of like what I want to do with my platform. Yeah. I don't just want to be on TV. I want to be able to hold community events. I want to be able to, um, you know, do collaborative events like the mm. one we're doing. I want to be able to share more positive, uplifting stories. Mm. And in the role I was at, I covered everything and anything. Um, it could be death and destruction. It could be something very like sad, mm -hmm. something happy. There was just like, it was like a range. So I was like, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Like me taking this leap. I mean, I have, background I have a backup like my background to fall back on I have education I have experiences like I'm only gonna win I'm only gonna gain new experiences by taking this leap mm -hmm. and it was it was really scary of course like I mean I got anxiety like left and right but I just knew that it was it was time like and when you know you know yeah. you know and you can keep thinking about it like over and over and over but honestly at some point you're just gonna have to take that leap otherwise you're just gonna keep thinking about it over no that's that's real yeah. because like what I, what I also learned about you through kind of the work you were doing at the broadcasting stations <coughs> when you were a reporter um, was, you, you know, you did a lot of the work yourself, right, in terms of, you know, record. There'd be times where I, you, I know you told mm -hmm. me you'd be, like, filming yourself, so you'd have to set up the tripod and, like, press play or press mm -hmm. record, and then, you know, like, mm -hmm. so it wasn't like you had a camera crew. So essentially you were kind of doing it yourself, mm -hmm. Um which maybe was already kind of prepping you for this thing because I think it's a do-it-yourself era as it is. Mm -hmm. We live in a different time, mm -hmm. you know? Like, those people who may have worked at the station with you who mm -hmm. came from a different generation aren't used to having tools for them to kind of just do it yeah. as they'd like, you know, on their own time, so... Um, it's that creative control, man. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's, that's a good... What, that's yeah, because yeah. we, talk, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that you could just go do what you want mm -hmm. as far as, like, controlling your own destiny mm -hmm. with your whatever you got going on, you know, I feel like that's one of the most important things. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I was very fortunate because I did have a partner at least three times a week, which mm -hmm. was, like, unheard of, like, in your first, you know, role like that. So I was mm. very fortunate. Shout out to Matt. That was, like, my partner. And he's super awesome. Shout out Matt. Yes, he is yeah. amazing. Um, but, yeah, to your point, I do. I shoot, edit, produce, write my own stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, I, you know, set up my cameras. I... And, and, of course, stuff happens, too. Like, there have been times where I'll set stuff up, and then I'll go back, and, like, the camera died. Or, like, uh, yeah. it ran out of, uh, you know, footage or, like, a room on the card. for yeah. I'm like, man, if I had somebody behind to let yeah. me know. But you learn as you go. Yeah. You know, and every single time, you just get better and better and better. And to your point, yeah, if you're trying to make it in this industry, like, become a sponge. Learn it all. Learn to shoot. Learn to edit. Learn to write. Learn mm -hmm. to be in front of the camera. Like, me getting in front of the camera, that's the last thing I was worrying about. Yeah. The last thing I'm doing is putting on lipstick. Mm. Like, the last thing. I'm worried about getting my story. I'm worried about locking things down, getting mm. my footage, getting Talk everything about rolled out, you know? Um, sometimes there's a misperception that when you think of a TV reporter or a broadcast person, oh, they got a, this the camera per No, we're yeah. doing a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff before we even step foot in front yeah. of that camera. Mm. Mm. And I think also what's important is, you know, you, you got a lot of attention through um, things that you did on air mm -hmm. that weren't the norm. But I feel it should be the norm, yeah. right? Like going out and dressing in your traditional clothing, mm -hmm. right? Um, talking about certain issues, right? Highlighting certain stories that we don't, especially in that town. What was the name of the town you were in? Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois? Okay, cool. Illinois. <laughs> I'm Illinois. not going to <laughs> So Southern Illinois. I have a problem like knowing cities, so <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure. I know they were joking. I do yeah. want to say that the Illinois, because a lot of people say the S at the end of Illinois, and it's Illinois. silent. Yeah. I, I used to, I'd be like, Illinois 
but it's yeah. still annoying. like silent. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, so a lot of people don't know that. So. But yeah. So like, you know, um, I just think nowadays more than ever, we need to really control the media. Right. In terms of like from a cultural standpoint, mm-hmm. making sure like if we're speaking to a certain audience, I think the outlet should be coming from that audience. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you were doing that on, on, on those stations, it was good for us to see. But at the same time, we also understood, I mean, I, I, you could t- talk about it, but like, was that a fight and a struggle just to get that image out there? Like, did you have to say, Hey, like, did you have to really sell it to, to those, you know, the higher ups yeah. when now you can do that if you want right now. Right. Or we could do it right now. Go right? on so Facebook live. Hey y'all. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean, you have to n- understand the game that you're going into. There's a lot of, you know, there's protocol, there's these different things that are in place, but that doesn't mean you can't ever challenge it and you can't come in as yourself. Like mm-hmm. when I interviewed with the station, you know, some of the first things I talked about was, Hey, I'm my parent. I'm proud to be the daughter of refugees. You know, my family's from Ethiopia and Eritrea, I love sharing cultural stories. I love, you know, mm-hmm. I put it out there early on. Mm-hmm. So it's not like out of nowhere I'm like coming in saying, oh, I want to do this now. Yeah. Like, no, they had, you know, you plant the seed as you go. Yeah. Yeah. You got to like, That's important. you know, yeah, planting the seed. And then, um, yeah, the right opportunities were coming. And, you know, yeah, I did push for it. And, you know, sometimes like, I, I just, I don't know. It's like I got I got a yes, and then I just kept going. I didn't stop. I yeah. was like, oh, okay, okay, I'm going to do, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, you know. So, I don't think y'all know what's about to happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, you know, even with, um, like, the hair, you know, just being able to wear the braids on air, a lot of stations are, you know, won't have that. Like, braids, even traditional braids like this, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just, that's not their standard, you know. But you yeah. have to. I always say you got to give people more credit for their curiosity. We automatically say, oh, people don't want to see that. Viewers don't want to see that. Mm. Yeah, some viewers don't want to see it, of course. And they are loud. They will call a station. They will email. And they did do that (laughs) because they didn't like it. But majority of the people do like it. And they don't mind it, you know, because it's not like my work is going to change. Just Mm -hmm. because my hairstyle changed doesn't mean my quality is going to change. And I think once you can show that, um, you'll get a little bit more... um, more flexibility and knowing who you work for too, knowing the organization you work for. That's yeah. a big thing too. I worked with for a group that um, it was a family-owned station who was very open-minded and very, um, yeah, they gave opportunities. You know, it was it was a blessing to work with that group because I was able to wear braids on air, yeah. wear a traditional dress on air, talk mm-hmm. about Orthodox holidays that are hardly ever mentioned. Yeah, in yeah. Western. It Union. was it was just kind of like trippy to see that because I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was, it was like one of those things where you don't, you've never seen that before. Yeah. So um, that's kind of like it's kind of groundbreaking. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed it when it was happening because no. you're probably like, man, I'm just so just doing the, me. Well, okay. So the first thing, the first thing that really happened was the gun knot, which is Orthodox Christmas, or mm-hmm. you know, Rahus um, Baal. Like mm-hmm. it was a big holiday celebrated in the Orthodox community, and you know, being Ethiopian and Eritrean, like that was a holiday that I just saw mm-hmm. growing up as a child. Mm-hmm. So the first weekend I got the opportunity to fill in as an anchor I remember you know it was Christmas weekend it was January 7th weekend and I was away from my family like in southern Illinois by myself and I remember it was like okay I was anchoring Saturday and Sunday so then I said okay I anchored Saturday it went really well and then Sunday morning I was I had to get to the station at 2 a.m prepare for the show and then Mm. I was going to anchor the 5 a.m show and the 6 a.m show I think it was like yeah so the day before I was like man tomorrow's Christmas like I'm away from my family and like it would be really cool if I could wear a dress and like you know celebrate the holiday at work because it's a part of 
the day and this yeah. is the deal so i just called my boss and i was like hey tomorrow's a big holiday um it's orthodox christmas you know um and other re- other branches as well not just orthodox like, yeah i think catholic and um other other branches as well celebrate it but either mm. way it was a it was a um holiday it was christmas yeah and i say hey like can i you know wear a traditional dress and he's like yeah yeah just you know send me a picture i'm like okay i send him a picture he's like yeah that, that looks like a normal dress you know like wow. okay wear it and i'm like okay cool you know, like, and I was, and then he was like, oh, but wait, wait, like, why don't you just go ahead and explain why you're wearing it too, just so the viewers know. Yeah. You know, to me, that's leadership. Like, not only is he saying, you know, yeah, wear that on air, but like, take a couple seconds to explain why you're wearing it. That's, that's so acknowledge it. Yeah, acknowledge yeah, yeah. it. So they're not all like, what is Hannah doing up there? Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, yeah. it's a holiday. She just explained it. So that's what happened. Like, I got in touch with somebody in Atlanta, um, Saba, like our fam- our cousin, and I was like, can you send me some video from the church celebration? Mm-hmm. She sent me some video. We put it in the show. Wow. I talked about it, and then, boom, that junk went crazy. Like, yeah. It was just, yeah. Yeah. Because, so, like, I, I just – you know, I, I think a lot of people can relate to working in environments where they're, you know, they feel like they're, you know, um, un, 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 undernumbered, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're in a minority. And sometimes you just don't want to ruffle feathers. Sometimes you just want to make sure, like, yo, I just need to keep this job. I ain't going yeah. <laughs> to do no extra yeah. stuff. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can anchor? Okay, cool. I'm just going to anchor. Yeah. I'm just going to anchor, you yeah, know? Yeah. And for you to go on that limb and just be like, yo, I, okay, I'm an anchor, but can I also do this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't got that in them. You, you know gotta, what I'm you gotta just try. Just ask. That's real. You know, if you want to, the worst he was gonna say in that moment was, "Nah, we we just we're not trying to do that." Mm. That was the worst that he would get. I'm still gonna anchor. You yeah. know, I still yeah. am on the schedule. Mm-hmm. They're not about to tell somebody else to come in at 2 a.m. on Sunday. That's real. So yeah. it's like you know, just I, I would just encourage anyone. Like I said, give people more credit for their curiosity. We automatically assume they don't like that. They don't want to see that. They, mm. We don't know. Sometimes just that's asking. That's real. You know, just asking will really go a long way. I feel like people appreciate that, too, because mm-hmm. they're like, okay, like, they really care. Or and they're like, learning. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They really care about my knowledge and what, what like, I perceive the world as mm-hmm. and what things really are and just learning in general. So yeah. I think that's, like, the dopest part. Yeah, I never really thought about it like that. Yeah, yeah. we. I mean, we're we're we can be conditioned to to just be too assumptive too. Like I, exactly. I know myself. I, I'm I'm super assumptive with certain people, mm-hmm. um, certain cultures, certain you know people, and I'm like, man, like maybe if I just talk to this person mm-hmm. and be true in how I'm speaking to them, you know, not yeah. trying to tailor the way I talk to this person because I think this is how they want to hear me speak to them. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, just going to keep real. it real. I'm just going to talk to you how I talk. Right. Yeah. And, um, but I think, I think it is a greater message in ownership too. Cause, um, which I want to get into, obviously you left the station and you started kind of going, you went independent and you did it your own way. Mm-hmm. And with ownership, you said creative control, right? Mm-hmm. So these are like the positives I see creative control, yeah. right? Resp- um, you know, ownership, right? Um, freedom, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, joy, you know what I'm saying? You know, like that, right? um, but then there's also like the responsibility, mm-hmm. right? Like anxiety, the uncertainty. Like that's the main thing a lot of yeah. people are scared of. So, yeah. so how did you balance those? Like the positive, positives and negatives. Yeah, that's, a, that's you all are asking really great questions. The honestly, it's, it's gonna be negative. It's gonna be positive. You're gonna mm-hmm. have good. You're gonna have bad. And when I left the job, I was very fortunate to have family back home that welcomed me. Come home, Hannah. You got a room. You know, like no brainer. Mm-hmm. So me moving back into my mom's, that was the number one, like, okay, I don't have to pay for rent. Like, let me just be real. I'm not going to have a paycheck anymore. So yeah. I mean, yeah. that was great. Yeah. Um, so there's that aspect of it, being able to lean on those around you, being able to not be too above it where you're just like too prideful to go back and move home or like 
sleep on the couch or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that aspect of it. Um, and then, yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty. And there's still uncertainty even right now, you know, but especially right before you launch, you're just like, oh, my God, how are people going to receive this? Mm-hmm. Or, like, is it good enough? Or am I good enough? Can I do this? You know, and you won't know until you try it. None of us will know unless we try it. There's Facts. no way to, like, look into the future without actually living it and mm-hmm. understanding what happened based on what actually happened. Mm-hmm. So you have to take those risks um, and just go after it. And then, um, yeah, just understanding that, like, for me, it's manage. It's a uh, like managing everything. You know, trying to find like the smoothest process. Like has been, you know, for me a big challenge. Mm-hmm. I, it's like I, you know, remember like and giving yourself grace because I remember when I first launched, I was like, oh, I'm gonna drop a journey time episode every week. You <laughs> yeah. remember that? I remember that. Yeah. It went from every week to every other week to yeah. once a month. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I have to be real with myself. I'm managing yeah. that, and then I'm doing events, and then I'm managing my merchandise line, and then I'm you know trying to set up brand collaborations or partnerships with this group. It's so many different things happening at once, and you just have to give yourself grace sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, like, you may say you're going to do all of this and then end up doing not as much. And, like, you can't beat yourself up for it. Otherwise, yeah. you're just going to be you're gonna be unhappy. And, I mean, there's, it's one thing to push yourself and say, you know what, I can do better. I can do more. Yes, I can, and yes, I will. But it's another thing to, like, like beat yourself down mm-hmm. when you're already feeling like you're doing something for the first time and you yeah. don't know how to move. Yeah. Just, yeah. just keep moving. As long as you're moving forward, like I always tell myself that I'm good. I'm moving. So. Mm-hmm. Set your pace. Don't yeah. react to the race. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I even feel, feel like it. on the flip side, when you was talking about the viewers' um, curiosity, I feel like even us being like owners or something, mm-hmm. we'll get curious to see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. You know? So we're just going to be like, damn. All right, what's this shit going to look like in five years? You know? Yeah. Or like, what's yeah. this going to look like in 10 years? Especially yeah. when you see a little bit you know, and you're just like, dang, mm-hmm. all right, we got to keep going. We got to keep going. almost yeah. there, you know, and then you realize it's like endless. Mm-hmm. After a while, you're just like, I'm going to just keep going. Yeah, yeah, I love that point. Someone had said that you have to let your product evolve and or your company evolve and like be open to going in different directions. Yeah. You know, it's going to it's going to evolve in ways that I may not have thought I'm on a pop up tour right now. That was not on the radar yeah. six months ago. Oh, you know what I mean? That I just know happened. exactly what you mean. So things are going to happen as you go, and be open to it. Be open to those opportunities. Don't shy away from them because it's only going to help you grow. Um, just be careful about taking on too much to where your quality may may struggle. Mm-hmm. So it's just being mindful and yeah, like the one percent rule, right? You want to break that down a little bit because it's it's such a it's such a powerful message where because I find myself sometimes feeling like man, it's good to say yeah, I'm doing this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, are you truly doing it? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Not like just half-assed doing it. Like, are you truly doing it and mm-hmm. giving it the proper discipline and diligence that each thing deserves? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, talk about that 1% rule. Pretty much, it's like you falling in love with the process mm-hmm. of, like, building or whatever it is. You know, mm-hmm. like, I remember there was a point where, um, like, when we finally, like, because I always tied it into this to where when we built up and up, and I'm like, dang, if there was another business, you know, I would, like, the one that I could see, like, could go somewhere for sure, mm-hmm. or, like, not even for sure, even, like, 50%, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, it'll just, I'll get excited mm. to start from that first step and then go through all that again, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. I always say you can't get those moments back. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you, like, when we had our launch party, which was 2018, March, right? It was like, you can't get that moment back. Mm-hmm. And there were some things that went wrong during the party, but it was cool. But like, you go back and like, damn, that was that was a good time. Mm-hmm. Right? But you're so far past that moment. Um, you know, it is important. It is important to just understand that. So um yeah. 
and shout out to y'all too because I've, yeah. I've watched y'all grow. You know, yeah, like, exactly. This is this wasn't here. You know, yeah. a year ago y'all moved into this. Y'all literally transformed this whole place. Like, yeah. you put these up yourself. You you know got this logo made and like y'all are doing all these things. Home like, makeover. You know, it's it's those. <laughs> It's those moments, like all those milestones, are so worth celebrating, and I I can totally understand where y'all are. Yeah, Thank yeah. You appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so I also wanted to ask, like, you probably get a lot of, um, you know, audience members. I don't know, like people who follow the movement, mm-hmm. supporters. I like to call them supporters. I like that word. Yeah, I like that word better. Um, supporters who reach out. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. and ask for advice. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and I also was curious about like being a woman and using your voice the way you use it. Mm-hmm. Um, what gave you that confidence early on? Because I, you know, like women obviously haven't been given platforms to speak, mm-hmm. right? And if they have, sometimes they're hesitant to. Um, so, like, where does where do you get that from? Where does that come from to just say, "Yo, I'm gonna stand on what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care whether I'm a woman or a man. I'm, I got something to say." Yeah, I mean, historically and and certainly in some cultures, even today in 2019, yeah. that is the case. Uh, but for me, like I said, I grew up, you know, seeing a very strong, powerful woman, my mom, mm-hmm. like, again, she was the boss, like she worked multiple jobs, like she did X, Y, and Z, took care of her family back home, took care of us, like, she ain't playing no games, you know, yeah. and as at church, honestly, we were really involved, like, I remember being the conductor, like when I was a kid, and mm. just speaking in front of the whole congregation, like it just, I don't know, I just, it kind of was instilled in me at a very yeah. early age. Mm. And then I just like, as I got older, it's like, I find that I really enjoy speaking and public speaking, and it's just one of the things that I enjoy. And mm. so it's not hard for me to get up and, like, say what I'm saying and actually mean it. Mm. And my style, like, people always come to me and after I'm done speaking, they're like, man, I love how, like, casual your, your speaking style is because that's what you're going to get what you see. Like, people will meet me in person who, like, follow either on Facebook or um, Instagram, and they'll be like, dang, you're just like how you are on, like, you know, on the gram. And I'm like, yeah, like, I'm not going to be any different, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know? So it's like I would say just – being like transparent and true and like just being myself i think that helps me like just spread the word and speak out um confidently yeah it's important feel you Mm -hmm. so like um a lot of people when they think about entrepreneurship they're like okay i mean the first thing that came to my mind when i was like younger and everything i was like okay i gotta find a product and i gotta sell it Mm. so like how would you i guess Pretty much, like, what advice would you give people that feel like you need a tangible product yeah. to, like, be an entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. Kind of like, question. I mean, we have tangible products, right. whatever, clothes right. and stuff, but our, like, main purpose of it is, like, a feeling, a lifestyle type thing, you know? Right. So, yeah. How, yeah. You're What's your take on that? You're selling more than a product. You're selling mm-hmm. a feeling. You're selling, yeah. a, you know, an emotion. You're selling. There's so much tied to the the brand or the mm-hmm. product that you're selling, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in this case, um, you know, my merchandise, that's just one line mm-hmm. of, of, uh, I guess, revenue for my business model. Mm-hmm. Like others come from, you know, social media marketing mm-hmm. or like, you know, there's this whole influencer. We're living in this era of influencer Influence. marketing. Yeah. You yeah. Know, people are, so that, you know, trying to tap more into that and like um, build more of that, you know, and so there's that aspect of it. There's, again, building partnerships and collaborations that you can get paid for. Mm, um, mm-hmm. There are speaking opportunities that are paid. Yeah. There are all these things, you know. And granted, there it's a work in progress. Like, I still, you know, have ways to go. But mm. there's all these things that are very, like, uh, like uh, unconventional that we don't really know of growing up, you know. Because yeah. it's like, oh, but you got, you got public speakers out here, professional speakers making six figures. Yeah. You know, 
if you want to be a public speaker, a professional speaker, motivational speaker, go do it. You know, mm-hmm. there's just so have many, something to say though. Have yeah. something to say. You can't. Everybody can't be. <laughs> I mean, you know. I've seen a couple. I'm yeah. Like, Come on, bro. Like, yeah. So yeah, I would say that the business model for everyone is going to look different. You know, yeah. mine does tie in with. Um, with a lot of it has to do with social media. My YouTube channel is monetized. My Facebook channel is monetized. And that mm-hmm. took work. I remember like getting the email from YouTube my last week of work. Um, actually, it was like my, it was after my last day. And I was like driving on the way to Atlanta and I get the email from YouTube and it's like, congratulations, your page is now monetized. And that don't mean I'm making money like that yet. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, the more views, the more subscribers, the more it'll grow. Yeah. Um, but even just to get to that point, I was like, okay, you know, you have to put in the work. Like if you want to like monetize off your social media, put in the work. And monetization on social media ain't for everybody. Yeah. If you just want to enjoy social media and post whatever, like good for you, do yeah, that. Yeah. You know, you can use it however you want. But for me, like, it is a it is a platform for me to be able to um, you know connect with brands and companies um, to to help make my model more sustainable. Yeah, and I think um, you know one thing I can say for sure, and I'm sure you could probably attest to this. You you know you too as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you do be, jump into this entrepreneurship lane, and I don't like I think the term entrepreneurship can be very broad. Mm-hmm. I don't think like there's a true definition for it. I think it's more a mentality than anything, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, I just think I just think along the way you you have to realize that, um, man, I lost my train of thought. Well, I'll finish it because I do have a thought on that. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Yeah. I swear to God, I was about to say like three different things at once right now. Yo, you gave me a thought. Yeah. So let me get it back. You passed it to me. So <laughs> <laughs> what you what I was gonna say on top of that? Yeah, we're telekinesic. So, yeah, yeah. I was, I'm gonna finish it. So with entrepreneurship, like it's to me, it is it's carving out your own way of you know achieving. Um, a lifestyle that you want to live, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you can buy and sell, you know, hats and merch and flip that, you know, you may be able to find success in just doing that, but it's, it's more of like finding different ways to generate income while generating Im- impact in what you're doing. Yeah, now, yeah. some business people don't even think about impact. They just think about the dollars and yeah. you got a lot of millionaires that do that. And so with me, I'm always like, even before I think about events that I can monetize on, I'm thinking about community events. That's just where my heart is. Yeah. I'm not going to make a penny off of, but I know the impacts are way worth it. So I'm in That's this right. place where, as an entrepreneur, I believe I have my priorities straight, even though money isn't always the number one thing I look at. For me, as an entrepreneur, there's a level of influence that I've been able to gain um, through the work that I do, through the products and services that I offer. Mm. So, yeah, it's kind of like you yeah. got to find that balance. I found my, I found my I thought. Like I know what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. I was going to say something, but I don't want you to lose it. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Come on, man. It's, just, it's fleeting right now. Yeah. But no, um, what I meant to say was, you know, when you go into entrepreneurship, I, I think the thing you learn is that everything you do up after that point mm-hmm. isn't in, is intentional it has to be mm-hmm. like you have to move with intention mm-hmm. like you can't necessarily you know when you work for another company they're handling a lot of things that you don't have to worry about right so yeah. you, you can come into your job unintentional and just like all right go through the motions when you're an entrepreneur you have to be intentional and aware of every single move yeah right you're responsible for all of exactly it. and i think um and it, and it does go into impact so yeah. everything you do you start thinking like okay why am i doing this mm-hmm. why am i putting this effort into this mm-hmm. right um, like one of my models is impact over income, right? Uh, mainly just cause I feel like impact is something that's, um, indelible. It's a good word. I actually learned that a little. Indelible. Hold on. Yeah. Time out. What's yeah. that mean? Yeah. It just means it's ingrained. Like it's something that doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, erase or go away. Okay. And so All right. it's, indelible. I think, I think, yeah, indelible. There you go. Look at that. We'll, we'll pull it up for y'all then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, indelible right and impact is something that doesn't leave but whereas income is it's you know it fluctuates it comes and goes right money comes and goes so i think um 
intentionality and impact is something that I would say as an entrepreneur you should really focus and hone in on yeah. to really it, – because it, it's, it's a long journey. It and, is. And you don't know when it's going to stop. You don't. If it does, you know. I feel like it makes you sharper, though. Yeah. Because, like, you know how you said when you go into a job and then they're like, okay, there's something that you don't got to worry about. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of stuff behind the scenes, mm-hmm. whatever. You just got to worry about that. Exactly. Exactly what mm-hmm. you're doing, you yeah. know. So uh, that's pretty much kind of – Every move, every move, every move move matters, though. I was going to say on top of that, I'm not trying to give the wrong idea here. You definitely be thinking about your money. You need to think about how you're going to get it. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. Because otherwise, you're not a business. You're a volunteer. I think think it's a given, though. That's why I think it's a given. I think income is a given. No, it's not always. Well, no, no, no. In terms of understanding that you need it, like, it's obvious, okay? Like, if you're going to business, you need money, right? But... Where, I, where you should hold your hang your hat on mm-hmm. is the impact. I agree. Right. I that's agree. Kind, that's kind of, I think the problem is people are hanging their hat on the money mm-hmm. and they're neglecting the impact. Mm-hmm. And when the money goes, like, their hat goes too with it. Yeah. yeah. No, now they got no hat. That's fair. That's fair. I just th- also I just want to encourage <laughs> encourage anybody just like know that you you need to have a business model that's going to generate revenue Facts. because so often Facts. you have people that want to start businesses they do things and then it doesn't go far because mm-hmm. they're not able to find a successful model that works for them. So I have yeah. a team of advisors that I turn to and mm. they'll get on me for you know like even I do a lot of like service work and stuff like that and they're like okay but you know sometimes you have to you have to be. You just have to think business minded. You I know, mean, it's, it comes. It's reality. With, it's reality. Yeah. How, it how comes do you? With the how do you? Okay, so how do you balance? Um, obviously, moving with conviction, mm-hmm. right? Because you have a vision. You mm-hmm. have a way. You have a way you see things mm-hmm. going, and then also understanding. Okay, I need to be open to some some advice, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and especially when it comes to like formulating your model, mm-hmm. um, how do you balance saying, okay, I, that makes sense, but this doesn't make sense, and. Sometimes when you tell someone it doesn't make sense, you're not 100% sure, mm-hmm. but you know, you just, it's like a feeling. you like, this, this is what the vision is. How do you kind of balance that? Taking yeah. the feedback and integrating that into what you guys are doing. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm very fortunate. Like you always talk about the team y'all have here, all mm-hmm. these wonderful gentlemen here today mm-hmm. um, and, and women that support y'all as well. But uh, like, I have people that I talk to, you know, about it or people that help me, like my big brother who is, you know, his name is Matthew and he is like. He is literally my backbone when I can't stand. I say that all the time. He's my spine when I can't get up out of bed because he, mm. he, he, he encourages me and he also like knows, knows my values. He knows what this business is all about. He, he, he's very like analytical, like engineer. So he thinks about like strategy and all this kind of stuff. So he's able to get those you know thoughts going. So it's really mm. important that you have people that are supporting you. Like he's not the only one. I have mentors. I have you know family members that are also there to really like talk it's to important. me through it's it. Important. It is so important mm-hmm. because you might think you got the best idea and all this stuff, but you need to have someone that's gonna be like, okay. But did you think about this? Mm-hmm. Did you think about that? Mm-hmm. Did you think about that? If you don't want that feedback and that honest like um, you know those honest opinions, then like you're not really going to grow, yeah. you know? And it, sometimes, you know, for me, like, taking feedback, I know I could be a little stubborn sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> you know, I love y'all. You know, everybody listening to this. Y'all know who you are, y'all I guess. Y'all y'all are. I can be very stubborn. Um, but it's, it's like, I just... It's passionate. Let's it's use passionate. passionate. Yeah, we'll use yeah. passionate instead of stubborn. I yeah. mean, I'm a little bit of both sometimes, but it's okay, you know? <laughs> I, was, I, was trying to help, I was trying to help. I'm right. just, I'm, I'm also yeah. very self-aware. So That's I'm, real. I'm self-aware, and I know that, like, yeah, it's one of those things. I, something I want to work on. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of those things. Like, that's good. And but I come back and be like, so you remember that time you told me? Yeah, yeah, good idea. Like you know, so it's just, yeah. and I'll own up to it and stuff. But that's just good. having a, a team of like advisors, people you can turn to, people that have 
just experiences to share and knowledge and like wisdom to give you to help you move forward yeah. is so important. And I think I think it's also important to realize who you're taking feedback from, mm-hmm. right? Like I have this concept of like there's people who watch you grow and there's people that grow with you, right? So mm-hmm. someone like your brother is someone obviously I could say is growing with you. Mm-hmm. So things they say has more context. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about that last time, mm-hmm. right? Whereas like context, a lot of people are talking with no context. A lot of people are telling Erm, hey, bro, I think you should do this, but I have no context. No idea. What Whereas there's some it. people who have more context than others, so mm-hmm. when they say something, you're like, oh, okay, he, I mean, they know about this, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to pay a little bit more attention to this one, right? It carries weight. Yeah. yeah, so you kind of have to be able to filter that out. Yeah, absolutely. So how, how did you pretty much, like, grow from the moment you started, wanted to become, or became an entrepreneur? Yeah. And, like, what things did you pick up along the way? Mm-hmm. Like, lessons. skills, lessons. Like, yeah. whatever. Lessons anything. and blessings. Blessings, like blessings. Being self-aware, anything. Like, you uh, know what I'm saying? All of so. that. Being self-aware, definitely. I know. <laughs> like, I was like, man, I need I need to be thinking about these dollars more, you know? Because mm. if you're just thinking about, like, don't get me wrong. For me, the greatest gift, the greatest reward for me is impact. The ability to support and help the community. But yeah. in order to take my stuff to the next level, I need to be thinking about, like, how I'm going to generate X, Y, and Z to yeah. take it there. Exactly. You know, I can't, like... Exactly. So it's just being realistic with yourself mm-hmm. and um, also like just, again, giving yourself grace. Because like I said, I thought I was going to do one, you know, journey mm-hmm. time episode a week and that didn't happen. Yeah. So understanding that sometimes it's going to move a little bit differently. And along the way, a lot of people are going to say, hey, you know, I want to help. Let me know how I can help. We talked about mm-hmm. that, you know, in the mm-hmm. past for me, it's like it's hard sometimes for me to accept help. And I know there's a lot of people who genuinely want to support, genuine, genuinely yeah. want to help, but I can be a little like, just hesitant or oh, I don't want to bother them or oh this and all that but like no like people want to help even at my launch party all my people like were there showing up supporting helping you know every other like there's so many different ways where my friends have supported me and I'm just like I've grown to the point where I'm like you know just let them help you if people want to help you like yeah. accept it and that's hard too it's very hard and it's still hard now don't yeah, get me wrong yeah. I'm still I know working exactly on it what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on it but I feel like I have gotten better as far yeah. as accepting help and just don't be afraid to like ask for certain things like I'll give you a quick example um won't mention any names but you know I can think of a time where I met this gentleman through a mutual friend very successful uh person individual really nice and you know we met and he was like you know i love i love this idea and he's all about investing in young entrepreneurs um you know that he connects with and so he loved my business idea like what i was working on he was like you know just let me know if i can ever help you know and i'm like okay you know that's how we ended the conversation and i was like all right well why don't you try and start taking people up on that? All these people offer, but you never follow up. Mm-hmm. Why am I? Why am I holding back? They said it. Let's see if they want to do it for real. Call so call, call, hit them up. Like, hey, I have an idea for you on how you may be able to support. You know, he's like, all right, let's get together. My third time ever seeing him. You know, we sit there, talk, have a great discussion, and he's like, yeah. So what's your what's your idea of how I can help? And I was like, you know. I have this idea to go on a pop-up tour with the Promote Positivity Movement, mm-hmm. go to different states and, like, sell my merch. That way I can get it, then flip it, then do this and that. And he's like, okay, so what can, you know, what can I support? I was like, well, it'd be really cool if you could help me get 100 shirts and 100 hats. That way I have inventory in hand. Mm. He said, all right, tell me, the, tell me how much. And wrote me a check. Wow. And I only met him three times. You want to give me his number after this? <laughs> <time>? <laughs> I'm not going to say his name or who it was, yeah, but no, no. I'm just saying that because no, there, real, real. there are literally angel investors. There are people yeah. out there who do want to help. And I've had people sponsor tickets for me to go fly and speak at certain places or yeah. to go hold this event in that community because they're like, no, we need more of this program in the community. We're going to help you. We're going to help you get out there to do it. So, like, just understand that there are people who want to help. And sometimes when someone says they want to help you, 
take it and listen to them. Yo, so I was reading this book called The Go-Giver, mm-hmm. and in it had a really strong section about, um, it's all about giving, mm-hmm. right? The book's all about giving, the power of giving, and why giving should be a way of life. Mm-hmm. But there was a section that spoke a lot about receiving and why receiving is just as important as giving. Mm-hmm. Um, and he used a metaphor about a plant and how a plant essentially needs to take in oxygen to give out oxygen, right? Mm. Um, and I, when I read that, I was just like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. it makes sense, right? Sometimes yeah. you have to be open to letting someone do something for you because it's just kind of the flow of life. It's mm-hmm. the circle of life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm just blocking, if I'm trying to do something for me and every time he tries to do it, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. It's throwing off his mm-hmm. his flow, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In terms of he needs to give and I need to receive and vice versa. So. And people who are like yeah. multimillionaires and have all Thanks, this, man. that like refuels them. Go read them. that book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But to your point, it refuels people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like when you're doing that or you're doing that, it's like you said, it's just, it's a cycle. It's mm-hmm. refueling them and giving them that. Yeah. So, yeah, let's all refuel each other up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, so you want to give me that guy's number after uh, the show? <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> I'm joking. No. I'm joking. Um, now, obviously, uh, and thank you for sharing. You made dropping a lot of gems in here, man. Oh, yeah, a lot of jewelry all over the floor. Trying to be transparent. Yeah. You know, trying to share some stuff. I feel that. And um, now, obviously, you know, we always like to give guests a chance to kind of speak to some things that they got coming up. Obviously, yeah. we're doing an event tomorrow. <laughs> when they hear this episode, it's going to be you know, about a week yeah. past over, it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But we're Give doing, us an insight of like, yeah, yeah. an idea. It ain't like, like we can't do it again. So tell them yeah. what they, they, yeah. they missed. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to pretend like the event already happened. Yeah, yeah. Tell them so what they missed. I'm going to speak at, I'm going to talk about it like it already happened. Right. Y'all, so we we did our thing with that event. Yeah, Remember, yeah, man? Yeah, we were all in Seattle. Yeah, it was the thing. Yo, it was, it was dope. It was packed, you know, like, Promote Positivity Movement teamed up with y'all, the yeah. Up and Up and Boom Buna. Yeah. We held it at the Boom Buna Cafe. Coffee was flowing everywhere. Coffee. Man. They had, you know, good drinks, good vibes. Yeah. We did the Q&A. Like, we talked. We had a conversation yeah. where we just got mm-hmm. real with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, it was good. The energy was real. We, we got had, everybody's up and up one word. What keeps them yes, on the up and up. That's it, true. That's right. That part. I love that part. We had everybody real. share that. It was real. We took a big group picture. Everybody was holding up their signs that had the one word. And yeah. it was like, yo, we all got our one word yeah. up in here. It was, it was just uplifting inspiring encouraging and like a safe space for people to just come together and like empower each other wow it happened it was so dope and seen all right (laughs) (laughs) i was there i I was just like but so okay so obviously that event (laughs) and then um what else you got coming so was the tour i like how you guys did that though yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. you were in it too so you were (laughs) yeah i was yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so the tour, yeah. the pop-up tour, yeah. Promote Positivity pop-up yeah. tour. You're on tour. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. Think so, about that. It's so crazy. Right? So um, if you need someone to open up, you know, we just let me know. Okay. Um, but <laughs> what's, <laughs> what cities we got coming up? Yes. What cities what we got coming up? What can people look, look forward to? So we already hit, uh, we did New York, Atlanta, North Carolina, the Raleigh, Durham, Cary area. We did Las Vegas. We did the Bay area, Seattle wow. here. And then that's like every state. Hold on. <laughs> and then coming up, um, I'm building out the July calendar. DC is already confirmed mm. for uh, I think second or third week in July. And then I'm working on a few other cities. So like hopefully Philadelphia soon, and also St. Louis soon. And wow. I'd love to go abroad and do some things like Canada, Australia. Man, that's that's powerful, man. man. Can yeah. we get a round of applause for the promote positivity tour just taking over right now? That's dope. Thanks, guys. You don't have to be a rapper or anything to go on yeah. tour. You know she what just I'm proved saying? it right no, now. No, it's this so weird, time. y'all. This whole time yeah. I've been I'm thinking saying. that's the only way. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, to be honest, I wasn't even calling it a tour. If you look at the original post where I shared it, 
um, it just said, hey, everyone, I'm taking the Promote Positivity on the road. And then everybody was, like, texting me, hitting me up. They was like, bro, you going on tour? Like, you going? I was like, I guess, yeah, I'm going on tour. Yeah, like, exactly. you know. Get your tickets. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then even how these cities came together, because everybody's like, dang, you be going everywhere. Like, for somebody who's not making that much money and, like, you yeah. know, working these. I was like, look, I had graduations, and I lined them up strategically. I had a cousin's graduation in Vegas, a cousin's graduation in North Carolina, and my sister's graduation in the Bay. And I was like, all right, I'm already going to be going to these cities. Why not team up with people while? Mm. here and stop by Seattle on the way mm. so it just it's being intentional it's thinking 10 steps ahead before you even get intentional there, you know you yeah. learn that through jumping off the bridge and just saying I'm gonna do it with support with support yeah, yeah. yeah you know. I don't wanna, I'm gonna paint the wrong picture yeah. trying to go on tour bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hey, what's up we gonna do something <laughs> y'all need to come to Atlanta for real for sure let's, let's line it up that's happening let's line it up oh we got it y'all are doing it I'm All definitely right. down okay. I'm definitely down to go on live tour. y'all trying to go on so. tour what's up y'all trying to get it everybody in it everybody in it yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, that's what's up, man. And I'm 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 happy to hear that. You know, cause you know a lot of times, um, the virtual connections you can make online mm-hmm. and social media, those are important. But when you get a chance to like go meet people, mm-hmm. you know, in these communities, whether it's a lot of people or like you know we like even through the world is yours events that we've been able to do, mm-hmm. like just being able to connect with people on a personal level, mm-hmm. physically, you know mm-hmm. that it's kind of like a lost art or it's mm-hmm. becoming that, you know? So yeah. the fact that you get to do that in different cities and just tap in with people of all ages too. Yeah. Man, Thank you. It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Thanks y'all. Um, so where can they purchase the merch? Yeah. Obviously, um, we're just going to plug everything right now. Thank you. Y'all. So if you just go on my yeah, Instagram, right. Facebook, everything, Hannah joy TV mm-hmm. or Hannah joy TV.com. Mm-hmm. And then there's a link in all my bios. Um, it's called on Instagram, promote positivity movement. So just click on there. The link is in the bio. Mm. Um, and then, if, again, if you could just type in hannahjoytv.com, and then there's a shop tab on there. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really cool. Like, people take take picture with it, send it to me, yeah. and I'd love to share it on the page. You can go see, like, but the shirts have been worn thanks to some of the people in here. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all tapped in. Y'all mm-hmm. were some of the first people to, um, you, you know. know, check in, tap in. And so it's been worn so far in 15 states in the U.S. and in seven countries worldwide. So there we go. we're going, you know, I'm and moving. I'm keeping track of that because my goal – for the end oh, of like 2019 yeah. is to hit every state in the U.S. I want a shirt or a hat Ooh. worn in every state. I want the movement oh. being spread in every state. I, I want it. everyone to feel the positive vibes. I love, I'm feeling it right now. Feeling it? feeling it, man. Just like feeling it, feeling it, feeling it. Yeah. It's real. Y'all feeling it, too? <laughs> <laughs> feeling it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then obviously more content, I mm-hmm. could assume, right? More content. Um, Absolutely. Hannah Joy TV. Um, yep, that's it. Just YouTube, Facebook. <coughs> Instagram, Twitter. More positivity, man. Stories. Yeah, and for, the stories are really cool. So. For years to come. Um, you got anything else? <laughs> Good? Yeah. Just uh, smile. Uh, I lo- he <laughs> said he was going to do that the right. whole show. You did smile. it. I'll be yeah. looking across the table. He's just smiling. I'm like, you, look, you must have something to say right now. He said he was going to do it the whole yeah. show. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, you know how this goes. We always kind of cap off the I show. I love with this, this part. <laughs> She started taking over the show. Yeah, no. All right. Well, um, for those who are first-time listeners, we always end the show off. We want to make sure we ask our guests this question. Um, it's just something to, you know, kind of sum up everything we've discussed as well as cast what's ahead. So, if you can, what is one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up? So, because I've seen several of the episodes, it has been used before. That's all good. But it's okay because it's a great word. Community. Mm. Yes, I remember Ephraim from Boon Boon Nahi mm. used the word too. Um, and but mine's a little different in the way I see it. For me, like 
our ability to impact change in our community, our abilities to make the community stronger, our the way our community impacts us, how mm. they pour into us, you mm. know, that's what keeps me going the up and mm -hmm. up. That's what keeps me going, wanting to see brighter days for all of our people in our community. So, mm. yeah, if I could sum it all up, it'd be community. Mm. Yes. Community. Wow. Yes. Capitalizing unity on the end of that too. Yes. Ooh. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, man. I like that. Let's make that a T-shirt too. Yeah, y'all should. <laughs> Let's do it. Hey, I can't <laughs> wait to rock my hoodie too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just can't wait. It's gonna be dope. I need mine too. Yeah. All right. We gonna. Right, yeah. yeah. I got For the. Sure. I got the the blue. The um. The navy. The blue. Nipsey blue. The Nipsey blue. Yeah. I, yeah. I did really think about Nipsey Hustle and you all like when I was getting it too because I was like. There you go. Yeah, Marathon man. continues. You already know, man. Come on. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, um, with I mean, yo, we can we can talk for hours All and hours day. and hours, Aww. right? Um, especially because this is positive dialogue. Yes. Um, but you know, we definitely want to thank you for, for for gracing the mic, being here thank at the studio, being in Seattle. Um, I, I truly believe, you know. First one from the A too. Speak, hey, we, we using a Nipsey so. quote, man. Spoke some things into existence, and they yes. appeared. Like we talked about, you know, come you had coming on the show, and wow, here it is. Literally, um, shout out to Vinium. Yeah, <laughs> 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 we see him going like this. Oh, that was funny. Uh, he just did the Birdman hand rub for those who can't see. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I love yeah. what you all are doing. Keep Thank it you. going. Oh, we sure. need this in the community. We need our young men and young women and even older men and women to, yeah. to hear these stories. And, mm. like, I'm so grateful for the work that y'all are doing. So we need you too, though. Yeah, going. man. Hey. You know, Come on. We got it's it. We need each other. Yeah. We got yeah. this. It's real. It's mm -hmm. real. Well, with that being said, I think it's safe to say that Hannah Joy Gabriel-Salasi is officially, well, she's been, but now she's officially a member of the Up and Up. Can we get a round of applause? Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the up and up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire up and up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the up and up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the up and up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the up and up.